Commuters across the capital will instantly recognise this soundscape. In fact, 20 million passengers use the Dublin Dart system every year. And while for the majority of them, it's a fairly straightforward buy the ticket, board the train process, for those with a disability, it can be another matter entirely. Access for All is staging a demonstration at Clintarf Dart Station today to highlight the lack of reliability and accessibility on public transport. The Ombudsman, in his final address to the Oireachtas, he stated that things hadn't changed in his 10 years. If anything, they'd gotten worse. People Before Profits' Bernard Mulvaney is a carer and disability activist, and he says that he and other Access for All campaigners held a similar demonstration three years ago. Three years ago we were calling for an inclusive, accessible public transport system, most notably the DART at the time. We had a win on that in that it went into the programme for government that funding would be made available for upgrades of uh, the lifts. We thought that was brilliant. We were very, very excited about that. And then all of a sudden the same thing started happening again and again. Malahide, which was the first set of lifts that was upgraded, that's been out this year for over a month. Clontarf seems to be dropping constantly in and out of service. The upgrades aren't working and we're back to Groundhog Day, square one. Dublin has 32 DART stations, 29 of which have lifts, making them wheelchair accessible. Though failing infrastructure and antisocial behaviour mean that on any given day, six to seven of those lifts will be out of order making those stations a no-go for wheelchair users. People with disabilities are second-class citizens. We're second-class citizens in our own country. And in 2022 Ireland, we shouldn't have to feel like that at all. Sean O'Kelly is a wheelchair user in his late 20s, and he says that despite the Irish Rail website promising up-to-date information, he's never sure that the lift at his local station and others will be in working order. It's, it's happened a, a, a lot, a, long, a lot of times. I felt strong anxiety. I first started using public transport when I was 14 years old. It's a sense of independence and it was good back then. We were able to rely on public transport and rely on the darts, but it's gone downhill hugely. You know, having to rely on others for public transport is absolutely wrong. Sean says there's also uncertainty when it comes to Irish rail ramps. I've, in, in experience, the driver has had to get me off or you'd have to go to a station further. If the ramp's not working on the dirt, I have to either wait or go home again, so it spoils my whole day. 28-year-old Kayleigh McKevitt is a wheelchair user who needs a ramp to get on the dart. Because she lives in Dublin, Kayleigh must give Irish Rail four hours notice to ensure staff are available to insist her. If she were outside the capital, she'd need to give 24 hours notice instead. No, I don't. I, in this day and age, I don't think it's reasonable because we should be offered we should be offered the same freedom to be as spontaneous as anyone else our age. As well as ramps and lifts, wheelchair users require adequate facilities at stations in order for them to be truly accessible. Bathrooms are disgracing themselves because I think when they're uh, creating these bathrooms, they only think of one model of chair. They don't think of like how wheelchairs differ in size. It's so sometimes I'll get into a bathroom but can't close the door because the bathroom's so small. Then you're left holding it and, and God only knows if you will be able to if you'll, if you'll have an accident, which is very degrading in itself. 
12-year-old Sophia Mulvaney, Bernard's daughter, agrees that disabled passengers are being denied the dignity and independence that true public transport should afford them. And I don't feel like they're treating us as, like, equal. They like to make us feel as though we're not equal and that we're, we're not as deserving of equal rights as, an able-bodied, as able-bodied people. Yes, people with disabilities have to bring people with them if they want to travel, which is not very good for like adults because they want to be able to travel independently without having to bring an able-bodied person with them just because the lifts aren't working. Bernard also says that staff reductions at stations across the country are excluding ever more people who require special assistance from using our trains. Members of uh, Irish Rail have come to us and said that they have people travelling who are autistic, who, who can't engage with the machines and, and therefore, and they've no one to buy a ticket off anymore. They're, they're terrified on the, on the train. If an inspector stops them, they have to try and make their case. They can't do that. It's, it's small little things. These are big things, though, in our world. Barry Kenny is the communications officer at Irish Rail and I took the dart to Connolly Station to put to Barry some of Access for All's concerns. The situation has improved over the last three years. Part of the reason that lifts are out at the moment is because we're actually investing in them. We're replacing lifts. There are 52 stations in a five-year programme. They're going to see lifts replaced or upgraded and while those works happen, there is a period of time, typically between three and eight weeks depending on the project, when the lifts are unavailable. And we communicate with our customers uh, about that uh, in advance. But the reliability of lifts day to day has improved. The response time to address faults, because faults will develop with issues like vandalism uh, and other impacts on lifts has improved as well. And ultimately, we, we recognize it's a critical part of our infrastructure to ensure that all customers can access the service. Bernard says more staffing and better funding is needed to make public transport equal in terms of accessibility. But Barry is optimistic that current resources will improve the network in time. I think during the decade from you know 2010 onwards, it was an area that was really, really badly underfunded. You know, the, the, the country's economy was a factor in that. But I think all of us in transport, frankly, were, were disappointed that it was a program we weren't able to advance. The funding we have since 2020 is just so dramatically accelerated, enabling us to do 52 stations, enabling us to order brand new fleet that's going to be the highest standard of accessibility we've ever seen, uh, enabling us to introduce lifts to many stations that didn't have them at all before uh, as well. So uh, we are confident that that support is there now, but it does take time. And we know that's frustrating. We know that's frustrating, particularly for customers who've been wanting to see and who deserve these improvements for some time but the improvements are being delivered and they will continue to be and we believe that the service we offer to mobility impaired customers is in the process of being transformed. However, Bernard mentions that we do have examples of accessible transport here in Ireland that we can learn from. The Lewis is very inclusive, very accessible. It's it's not wholly accessible in the sense that when lifts break down obviously, but but when it comes to independence, the Lewis is is second to none. It is a beautiful piece of public transport system and I can't understand why we can't do that across our our, our existing infrastructure, Ireland's existing uh, network. As Ireland ages, more of us will require a fully accessible public transport system. And though the government has committed to creating an Ireland that is equal for those with disabilities, according to Sean O'Kelly, the public transport system currently is doing the exact opposite. I don't feel like I have a disability, um, but I do when, when barriers come up. 
and that's when we're kind of reminded of our disability. Um, we, we feel disabled by the state.